Hi, I'm back again. Um, I've been living in my car for two weeks again. Um, the COVID virus, uh, I had a job. I was working through the COVID virus. I worked for 10 weeks, then I got an, uh, a fever and an earache and I had a coworker in the hospital with pneumonia symptoms, though they couldn't tell me whether or not that person had COVID virus or if they just had pneumonia. And they, uh, I, I would have been still staying in a hotel except uh, for the law and Congress put off the extension. Um, I didn't get my tax return until yesterday. And when I got my tax return, it was $500 less than what they had reported through the IRS that they had paid me. In other words, I mailed in a paper return and when they processed it, they entered my information correctly and computed it and it computed that they owed me earned income credit. Well, when I got the refund, it was $500 less than what, what they say that they paid me. In other words, if you go online to if you go online to uh, irs.com, there is a place that says, where's my refund? And there's a place that says, check your account. I checked my account and my account showed that I was owed uh, $922. They sent me $399. What the odd thing is, is that it says on that piece of paper, it says, um, uh, 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 oh, under my account, it showed where they entered all of the paperwork correctly in that, that and it calculated. But uh, what I was telling you was, was, um, um, if you calculated my W-2s, the amount that I paid in was only $393 in taxes, federal taxes is what I paid. And when I got the refund, it was for $399, which means that they sent me $3 more uh, or $6 more than what was calculated on my W-2s. However, they omitted... They omitted the earned income credit, which was over $500. So uh, they've asked me to amend the return and send it back to them. And the thing about it is, is they have my W-2s. So they're going to ask me for that information. But they wanted me to amend my return and send it back to them. Now here it is, going on September, and this money was deposited into an account, but because other people had to wait and go through red tape to get their stimulus check, and mine was mailed immediately, um, I'm having to wait. Last year, at this time, I waited six weeks to get my unemployment, and it was only $66 a week. This year, they went out on COVID virus.
people had to wait sometimes up to three to six or more weeks while they resolved the issues, right? Well, uh, at the end of the July 31st, when other people returned to work, they found issues, decided that there were issues in my unemployment claim. And the, uh, the issues were that I was laid off or that I was, I was lack of work. Uh, what is it? Not, not lack of work. Well, it is called, uh, I would say lack of work. It's called leave of absence. It's a leave of absence. Well, on a leave of absence, I go out, but I come back when I want to. And for two weeks, I've been trying to get back to work, which means that they've laid me off because of COVID virus symptoms. It's no longer a leave of absence because of COVID virus. It is now a layoff because I don't have the, the uh, authority or the, the power to make them let me come or, or to have them to say, this is when I'm going to return to work. They're now going to tell me when I get to return to work, which means they've laid me off for COVID virus. Um, uh, they've laid me off because of my symptoms. And I even got a virtual visit to prove that I did not have COVID virus and that I was symptom free. And they've checked my temperature. They've asked me repeatedly for four weeks now if I have any symptoms of it. And I still am not earning any income. And even the $66 through workforce development is held up. Now, I have saw many, many people who've got children. My kid had to wait on their unemployment. Well, last year, I went, I went six weeks without unemployment. I went six weeks with no income uh, because uh, over the summer. And... Uh, I had to wait, and I got mine in lump sum. And now they're pissed because their kids had to, and they think I should go through this again. Well, that means that their kids are going to have to go through it again, and that means you've turned it into a vicious cycle. Of if I have to go through it, then you have to go through it. No, if you she I have to go if if I have to go through what she goes through, then she's got to go back through it. No, well. If it comes full circle, they're going to have to keep doing it till it lands on them doing what they've done to me. I was just now at a hotel and talking to somebody and said, as I pointed out to him, he said, you got to work in, a, in order to have a place to live. And I'm thinking the whole world was off with this and had a place to live and the rent memoratorium memoratorium or memorandum whatever it's called allowed them to not have to pay rent and I had to pay mine on a weekly basis or they'd be evicted and I went for the three months and paid my rent and they didn't and now I don't have money for anything, anything. I don't have money for food. I don't have money for gas. I don't have m money for anything. And somebody thinks that that's okay, that a 61-year-old woman...
be treated like she is a 10-year-old child under the care of somebody else. I guarantee you nobody supported me last year but myself. I slept in my car all year. So nobody can claim me on their taxes as a dependent. However, I will tell you this. Every kid put in workforce development or on the police force damn well had better suffer like there's no tomorrow. Their parents had better suffer like there's no tomorrow. If they keep saying, she got it and I didn't. Because I'm telling you right now, I was held to this. I worked in a factory where when I started out, I made three seventy-five an hour. I worked my way up to making seven twenty-five an hour uh, before I was switched from that uh, factory to another factory where I stayed for five years making $18 an hour. And I injured my arm and they operated on it and they kept calling me lazy and that I needed to return to work and I just had an operation and even the doctor said no you need to be back at work and I'm like going you've got to be kidding me after he operated on me I couldn't even lift a coke can by August I couldn't even pick up my drink a glass of water I couldn't pick it up in my right hand and he was saying you really need to be back at work and and I thought, you've got to be kidding me. Nobody is going through what I'm going through. But they all think I need to walk a mile in their shoes. Now, why is it I'm the only one that has to walk a mile in their shoes? Because when they walk the mile in my shoes, I've got to go back and do it again. Because they didn't think it was fair. That, that, uh... I can do it twice, but they didn't like it when it was done to them once. It, but So that I've got to go through it again. Now, if it's a young judge who's too stupid to be weighting things fairly, I can only say that justice is supposed to be blindfolded. It's supposed to treat people equally and fairly, which means that for every time that somebody who had as much education as I did earned $40, and they gave me a dollar for it for every time that they earned $115,000 a year. And I've had as much education uh, as they have, but nobody wanted to pay me. But their philosophy is no one wanted me paid, but they didn't mind that they got paid. Justice is supposed to be blind, deaf, and it's supposed to be blind and not deaf. They, they've got a scale in their hand, and that scale is supposed to be fair. That means that if I lose my livelihood and I lose everything I've worked for or wanted in my life, they have to lose everything that they've worked for or wanted in their lives. Not just them, but their kids. Not just one person, but everybody. The Constitution says government shall not create any law that does not apply equally the one to one as it does the same to everyone, including themselves. So they've got to be prepared to lose every hope and dream they have and not make money. And I mean for repeated years, like 14, 15 years. And while everyone's here, you can live on the $900 Social Security tax. 
Well, if that's case, if that's the case, everybody can live on nine hundred and ninety dollars a month, and that's all. But the cost of living is going up, and my income keeps going down. Then we need to write a song where songwriters are dirt poor because I'm tired of living out somebody else's fantasy for for what my what what they want my life to be um I mean somebody else fantasized that I fell on hardships and never had anything but I worked with a group of people that made the 325 an hour or $7 an hour and they were able to to if two of them worked, if they had a an, a, a a spouse, then they were allowed to, then they made money. I I always had to have a second job, always had to have at least a second job, if not a third, and I rarely made money at anything professional, like my professional license in real estate, my professional license in insurance, even though I worked as hard as everybody else to get those licenses. They said it's somebody's choice as to if they want you to have it or not. Somebody can choose whether or not you make money in real estate. Somebody else can choose whether or not you make money in insurance sales. Somebody else can choose if you make money doing hair and that it's not in your control. Well, been licensed as a cosmetologist, been licensed as an insurance salesperson, been licensed as a a real estate salesperson never sold a house only sold a few policies in insurance because I did it part-time in addition to the full-time job and the my superiors were always saying she doesn't have another job besides you Cheryl give her the sale well that didn't ever give me the residuals or the 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 paycheck that I needed to fall back on most of the women that I worked with got child support. So that was what paid their bills and the money that that they got from insurance sales was money that they used to better their lives and, and do it like that. They didn't think that I should have a have the two incomes. They thought that, that the income that they used their bodies for by having children and getting child support was was you know it didn't compare to the fact that I was working morning noon and night trying to get ahead in life and they made sure that I didn't because they would have been jealous had I well I asked these kids now if if this was happening to your parent because I'm as old as your mom and your dad I'm 61 years old if your mother was earning $10 if your mom should be earning $10 the same as every other person in the world are, well, realistically, if your mom was earning $25 to $40 a week, but somebody else didn't want her to, or she was in the income, the education bracket, that she should be earning $25 to $40 an hour, and all they were giving her was a dollar an hour for her work, or $10 an hour for her work, but everybody else was getting the twenty-five to forty dollars an hour, and they always found somebody to walk up 
and say, well, I've got one-fourth of your education, and they never did. I never did make money from my education. Would you really think that that's fair? I mean, if somebody goes to school to be a judge, and they never get a judgeship, they never get to even work as an attorney, they don't even get a job in a law office, do they think that that's fair, that other people get to earn that kind of money? Because right now, I'm, I'm up against somebody who, uh, again, it falls back to a union. Uh, the first, the first uh, factory job that I had where a union came in and said Shelly went to school and to get her paralegal degree. So Shelly's never got to work as a paralegal. And because she hasn't, it doesn't matter how many licenses and more education that you have, we have to hold you down to our level. We have to hold you down here with us. We don't want you to rise above us. Well, I, I don't know. As I said, I cannot fathom how somebody can have so much hatred for another person that they've literally held me down to a level of income of a high school graduate or somebody who has one-tenth of my education and experience. I, I, you've held me down. You've set on me. You've put my head under water and told me to drown because you wanted the money that was owed to me. It, it, I'm, I'm appalled and amazed that I am right back where I was this time last year after working my ass off to put a roof over my head. And it took me an entire year, but somebody was jealous because I was doing something. I, my dad built a house for us when I was 13 years old and I wanted to buy the house back and I cried when we moved. I was going on 17. And I cried when we moved out of that house. And a man offered to sell it back to me for $100,000. When I got old enough and got a job, uh, he was going to sell it back to me for $100,000. And he paid $69,000 for it. It just sold for $350,000. It is um, um, over a 4,000 square foot house with a two-car uh, attached garage setting in the middle of 10 acres of land and it is uh, built in the side of a hilltop uh, with a walkout basement it has three it has one two three four picture windows two of them are in the master bedroom it has two baths well three if you count the mudroom uh, that's right off the garage it had a galley style kitchen it was done in rough sod cedar and Brown County stone. And the cabinets were done in oak. They were custom-made uh, oak cabinets, custom-made for that house in a light oak. And they, uh, they, they literally uh, just decided that they would remodel it and somebody whitewashed it with white with a white paint 
so they took away the ambiance of what that house should have been because it should have been a, a, an oak colored uh, uh, the window trim the, the, the rough sod cedar should have been oak colored and the brown county stone should have been brown because it was a, uh, built along the lines of the Franklin Lloyd Wright uh, uh, look and oddly enough my dad's name was Floyd Franklin and he's the one that designed this house it didn't have the the square top roof of Frank Lloyd Wright but it did have the uh, Brown County Stone and Rough Sod, Cedar, Rough Sod Cedar and they they wanted they painted the, they did away with the oak look in the house uh, and the browns they whitewashed the stone they literally painted the stones to be white and the uh, painted the uh, trim below the windows so that they were kind of a white uh, almost a grayish color and they turned the kitchen into wood floors with mahogany uh, tore out the wall that separated the living room from the kitchen and put a big island in it to make the made the dining room look smaller the kitchen look bigger and the living room um, uh, is still the same size though it would probably be a little bit bigger because the walls aren't there but they put inlaid carpet in it and I saw, noticed the tiles were still down where they were but for years I've tried to buy that house I've done everything I could to try to buy that house but somebody somewhere would be jealous if I got it they say I was watching uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians and I noticed that uh, these girls had helped uh, some somebody out of poverty uh, somebody they they cleaned him up and was were trying to help this homeless man and I, I I don't think that they really fathom what's going on with me because basically what's happened is somebody who would it would be the a metaphor would be if somebody were jealous of them and said I want her to I want her to live like I, I live and I want her to live like like uh, I should be living and I want her life I want to get to live in Kim, Chloe, and uh, Courtney's life. I want to be the one that is living in the mansion, or Kylie and Kendall. I want to, I want to be the one living their lives. I would be, be the same as if somebody did it to their mom, Chris. To take away everything that they work for, take away everything, or their dad, Bruce, take away everything they work for, and see see them live in a homeless shelter now I could or, or not even a homeless shelter live in their cars and on the streets for for you know I would say a week but for me it's been two years and people still are not satisfied that I've suffered enough they still scream for punishment 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 now I don't care how hard they break their arm, patting them, themselves on the back, calling themselves good Christians. I'm going to tell you right now, 
if I've got a good church-going person sitting in in the pews on Sunday and they talk to somebody who's jealous of something that I have and they take it away from me so that that per- person feels better about themselves, they need to stop breaking their arm, patting themselves on the back about being good Christians because because I got up and I got off my ass to make something in my life. And some people didn't even graduate from high school and are living better lives than me. Somebody, somebody that all they did was get married and they're living a better life than me. Some person only had to have a kid and the child support is giving them a better life than me. And I got up off my ass and got education and I can't even get the colleges to pay me. And that'd be the same as if someone was jealous of me and they went down and they talked to the, the people sitting in the, the administrative offices of Ivy Tech or IU and said, I just won't have her living as good as me. I just cannot stand to see her live as good as me or, or make something or make money. And the school literally said, we'll keep her a perpetual student and let you make the money. It's almost like, okay, here's the $40,000 that we should be paying her and supporting her job. We're going to put you in that job and we're going to put her back on student loans. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to do a thing. You've got one fourth through education, but we're going to make you the most important person on the face of the earth. And I can tell you right now, it's not God that has allowed anybody to do that. That's why I know for a fact there is no God because God attempts to be fair in what he does and he would have taken them out of this world for holding me down as much as they've held me down if there were a God. He would have taken them out of this world. I, I know that. I, I have, I don't, I don't doubt it for a minute. If there was, if there were a God, they'd be dead. Every judge, every, every police officer, every minister, every uh, person who's patted themselves on the back for being a good Christian would, would be dead by now. Because I guarantee you putting me in homelessness so I'll know how someone else feels when they don't know how I feel because I've been underpaid based on my education my entire life. And when it came to my turn to get paid, some dumbass sitting over, over there in the court listened to my sister cry or a Democrat sitting over there in the office talked to another Democrat who said, I won't have her making more money than my my favorite little daughter-in-law. You get her because there's no way she's going to make as money. My daughter-in-law works hard and all this. And, and I got a newsflash for her. I had to go to college and I made less money than her little daughter-in-law because the woman was a Democrat. And they say that Republicans are rich, but I don't believe that. I believe that Democrats are not only create the welfare system, but I think that the Democrats are the ones who put people in it so that they can pat themselves on the back for doing good. I don't think that any one of them 
ever create a law that that takes into consideration what fairness is. I think that they think that when they create a law, it applies to them and that the negativity applies to the Republicans. Because if you're vocal about being a Republican, if you're vocal about being a Democrat, if you're vocal about your stance, your honest opinion on where you stand on equality or racial injustices, you're usually held down. Uh, I know if I, if I speak up and say, the Constitution says no matter what my skin color is, I'm entitled to the same uh, fairness as someone whose skin is a different color than mine. I know that that is, that, that is a racial bias when they're with one color of skin is shown fair, uh, fairness or justice over another skin color. I know that, that, uh, uh, the term black lives matter is a racial slur. If they don't say all lives matter, it is a racial slur. Um, I, uh, because it, it because it's a, a a racially biased statement, I know that I have done everything I can to get a roof over my head and keep it. But here I am again, homeless, by no fault of my own. I just spent six thousand dollars for six months' rent, and I have no place to go again. And while I have a job, they've not called me to come back. So hopefully it will change.